Welcome everybody. This is Foreign Devs. My name is Victor. And I'm Yanni. And today we've got a special episode for you guys. We're going to do a decade episode. We're talking about everything that we've learned, some anecdotes, some stories, and everything in between about the past 10 years. We figured it was an important time to do it since it's New Year and a new decade. So Yanni, well, we'll start off with some news though. Yanni, what's going on in your world? A busy start to the year. Um, you know, been a roller coaster of uh, different things. You know, some projects a little bit discouraging, and uh, then some other excitement um, on some different fronts. Um, but just coding away, and actually, uh, I'll talk about it a little bit with with the decade. But starting um, starting work on a new version of the website that I'm probably best known for and probably earn earn most of the awards I've earned thus far in my career. Uh, so it's, it's exciting. Challenging, challenging and exciting. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about that's that awesome. in a little bit. But yeah, uh, what no, about that's, you? That's What's... awesome. Well, I've been working on internal software, which doesn't always seem to be the most exciting thing to work on, but this one in particular has been pretty fun to work on. Um, and it's basically just for internal use inside the, the company and the organization. And the the thing that's exciting about it, aside from the, the fact that I get to sort of build it from scratch and I get to do that, but it's, you know, sort of how it's going to shape the organization in the next coming years. And, wow. you know, not to get super into it, but, you know, it's it's basically empowering the the employees to speak up, you know, and, and talk about what issues they face every day at work and how we can make their lives better and how how we can make their job easier, faster, more efficient, safer. I mean, there's all this criteria of stuff that they get to submit. And basically, if their idea passes through the process and gets approved, they get some free uh, paid time off, two hours. And um, so I'm really excited to see what, what that the types of, types of ideas that are going to come out of the system. And um, it's basically built almost like a social media network um, where managers, managers and admins and employees and everybody gets to comment. There's discussion, there's reviews. It's pretty intricate, but pretty, pretty fun stuff to write. A lot of uh, little relationships in, in Laravel and being able to import Excel sheets from HR software and stuff like that. So some challenges in there, but again, what I'm most excited about is just how it's going to shape the organization. Well, three things. One, I love projects like that where it actually makes a big and measurable impact in in the company and uh, your team's able to utilize it. Two, the fact that it's uh, encouraging active participation and uh, the submission of ideas and something that could uh, you know further the company. That's just amazing. I love that. Uh, and three, the fact that you asked for my. Uh, uh, latest relation snippet. Oh yes, for it. that's right. That yeah, rarely happens. So when you know, I've come up with these crazy little ideas and it ways was, of doing things, and and yeah. when Victor goes, "Hey, that might work," it just feels great. So, bravo! It was awesome. It was I needed exactly what you had written in that package, and just to fill anybody in, basically, if if there is a relationship and you need to grab the latest version of that relationship and it has and there's many no relationship 
in a has many relationship, right? So I think the example you had in your in your in your documentation, by the way, this is a package. He's got it open source. We'll put the link in the description. But I think the example you had is if you had uh, logins, right? If, you, if a user had logged in many times, right? And you wanted to yep. find out if the last time they logged in was a desktop login. Is that what it yep, was? Yep. I think that's the example. Yep. So basically it allows you to, on a single command, grab the latest relationship and it has many where, and then you could add as many where uh, query scopes as you want and say where it was from a desktop. And you could find that out right away. We had talked a little bit about it before in the podcast where the implementation that it, it's currently on, there's the PHP one, but there is another possible version with using temporary tables. Is that what it was? Uh, MySQL views. MySQL views. Uh, That's what intermediate it was, so. tables. So yeah. Yeah. And actually, um, uh, Jonathan Rennick brought it up. Uh, I think it was just yesterday. He was talking about the performance difference between uh, joins and then uh, subqueries. So it seems like the thought process is getting a little bit more traction. Of course, he's put in a lot of work on on it before, um, but there's there's alternatives and performance improvements in the works, which is really exciting. So uh, excited to see what others come up with too. Yeah, one thing I um, Taylor tweeted was something about um, blades, some improvements to blade. So I'm excited to see those. I know blade is a I mean, it's a little hard to sort of do something new. So I'm wondering, kind of anxious to find out what it is that they came up with. Did yeah, you see that tweet? Too. I saw bits and pieces. Uh, I've actually been, he's had some very interesting and very, um, very, yeah, things I've been uh, excited about. He he tweeted about, um, thinking here, it was about being able to do custom casts in yeah, I wasn't models. I wasn't sure what that was about. What was that about? So I have say specs. Say you're working with a boat and you have specs, you have the length, beam, you know, draft. Right. Uh right. really any any uh attributes, um a, a collection of attributes that could change. So like your company has a very defined list, other companies have very short ones. But sure. no matter what boat you have, there's the core basics you need. You need length, you need beam. You know, there's there's uh, specifications that every boat will have and every manufacturer should provide. So if I have a boat, what I'll do is I'll take my uh, JSON column of specs and I'll use a accessor to turn that into a spec class, a spec object. Um, okay. And then same thing when I'm saving the spec object, it goes into that column. Uh, just gets. So you uh, are you serializing it? Yes, I am. Okay. But and then you can you can cast it when it comes back in automatically. Is that what correct, it, how it would correct. work? Correct. So okay, okay. with with what he's talking about, you would basically just eliminate that, and you'd be able to just have your own own custom cast classes, sort of how you have the primitive types. Uh, you know, you could force something to be cast as an array or an object now or JSON. Which right. Is, sort of, which is, sort of how, sort of how we have the dates right now in models where you can cast exactly, it into a carbon exactly. instance. Instead, you get to cast it into your own. Well, that's that's cool. That's that's definitely useful. Yeah. So it's how are you hard. doing it right now? What are you using? A getter. Getter. Are you setting getter, that? Yep. A getter. Yep. Okay. Got it. Fair enough. 
All right, well, oh, let's yeah. get into the meat and potatoes of this. Okay. I can I can go first if you want. I'll start with something light, something a uh, little bit of a fact of what has happened to me. So I counted and I've driven six different cars in the, pa- in the past 10 years. So starting off, I had a Scion TC, which was white. I had a, a Ford Fusion, which actually I had that for quite a bit. We also had a... Uh, Ford Edge. We I had a BMW 3 Series, Mustang, GT, and an Explorer. So those have been my six cars in the last 10 years. What about you, Yanni? How many cars? Whew. Can you count? Oh, shoot. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm at 26 total. Um, in 10 years? No, not in oh, 10 total, years. Oh, total, okay, total. Ever. Okay. Okay, let me think here. So uh, 2010 is easy because it's when I met Donna, but I had the R32 well, you, then. I, the 335. But yeah, 335 came shortly in there. I had the Golf TDI. Uh, I had, after the 335, I had the uh, IS350 Lexus. Yes, uh, that's Audi right. Q, that's right. Q5. Yep, I remember. Um, the, gray, the gray one. Yep. After... The, we got the first Volvo S60, then we got the uh, Ford Edge Sport, uh, the Touareg now, the new Volvo S60, so that's nine cars. Uh, not bad. Okay. All right. Not that's bad. not bad. That's not bad. That's, oh. one, that's one a year, and I know some of them, I mean, like for me, like the Explorer is obviously my wife's car, but you know, it's a car that I technically have owned, yep, uh, yep. same as the Edge, right? So it's a little bit of intertwined between my wife and I. Yep, yep. Now right. we do the same what? thing, you know, just uh, mix it up, mix it up. Neither car is really yeah, absolutely. each other's, but we just mix them up. Yep. So, what you got? You hit me one one. Well, one of the first things in the decade, uh, career-wise, was uh, met you. Yeah, I have that one in my list. <laughs> so it's, 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 you know, been, been about a decade, yeah. Yeah, I think it's... It's probably more like nine years at, right now, but we'll we'll yep. say that it definitely happened in this decade and definitely was fun. You know, and we, we shared the story of how we met and how I had a mohawk and all that stuff. And I'm sure we'll get more about, you know, some of the crazy stories and crazy antics that we've we've gotten into and we're going to get into in the future. So it's been fun. Oh, I'm, yeah, glad, uh, I'm glad I took that job. You know what I mean? Imagine how much different our lives maybe would be. Maybe my, mine for sh- maybe mine for sure. I don't know about yours because you were already working there, but I don't know. I got to tell you a side story about that. It's, so right before I applied to that job, I ended up applying to four different jobs. Um, I had applied at Guitar Center to work at the music store, which makes sense because, you know, musician. the music degree. Yeah, I have a music degree. They didn't want musicians. They wanted salespeople. Didn't matter if, they, if you knew anything about music, um, which is odd, but... Anyway, they said no. I applied to be a, a runner at the airport. So basically, when the plane is at, just about to take off and go to the tarmac, um, somebody has to run the paperwork back back and forth to make sure that that plane is cleared to take off with whatever cargo it's got in it. Interesting. So actually, my, my dad was working in that, and I actually applied for that job. Um, I applied for the, the par- Department of Children and Family to, to where my sister works, Um also, they said no. Um, and I had also applied to be the drumline instructor at the university where I was at. And they also said no. And then that's how I ended up at the job that I ended up with you. So 
you know, could have been a very different path had uh, any of those possibilities, you know, come to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about it just today about how much, you know, and we, we learn, of course, every week we learn every year, you know, and uh, it'd be stupid to not say we haven't been honing our careers, you know, the past 10 years, but how much we've accomplished um, and how much we've grown in terms of our skills and our knowledge. It's, it's, it's amazing to look back and it's fun to look back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Unfortunately, learning PHP is outside of this decade for me. So <laughs> I could, I couldn't include that in there, but uh, <laughs> it's outside of it. Yeah. But uh, all right. Well, what else you got? You hit me with another one. Well, the next one on my list was going to be about honing, honing my career and, you know, really starting to make stepping stones and gain some, gain some traction. And uh, I mentioned earlier that today I, I started uh, the very uh, initial concepts on the website that's going to replace what is the one I'm most well known for and the one that's probably had the biggest impact. And um, I mean, it's been been seven years since that website was built. And yep. it's it's exciting, you know, to start coming up with new ideas, but it's also challenging in that you have to respect what made that a success and you can't just, you know, replace things because there's newer or better ways of doing them. Um, you have to respect what the customer base out there uh, wants from that site. And, and um, in looking at all this, I'm also, you know, unearthing what was the design process that that you were involved in it. What was the design process last time? You know, what, how did we get to these um, features? How did we get to these design elements? You know, uh, what, what made it a success? It wasn't just that it looked good. Um, you know, how did we figure this out? And that's kind of what I want to relive with it. So uh, it's, it's very exciting. You know, I know I've used that yeah. word way too many times in this podcast, but it is exciting. No, that's, that's great. I mean, you know, it's, like you said, I mean, just to reiterate, it's it's hard to say, well, it's working, just leave it, you know, um, and it's also hard to scrap everything and start over, you know, so you got to sort of find the middle ground to to say, you know, it's done its thing. It's been very successful. It's still very good. Let's see how we can reinvent it and do something even better, yep. you know, that that builds up on what we learned from making this one, you know? So that's, yep, yep. that would be it. I would say. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's uh, next on your list there? Let's see. What else do I want to touch up on? All right, let's go back to a personal one. So during this time I got engaged, I got married and I had two kids all in 10 years. So quite a bit wow. in, in, in 10 years time. Wow. Yeah, the so, first first one was on its way when uh, when yes, we started working together. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. When you and I met, um, he was on his way, and uh, obviously was one of the driving factors to go get a job. Yeah, get a study <laughs> I was, I, I, Yeah, I was freelancing right before that, and I had been freelancing for a long time right before that. But you know, it was time for me to get that steady paycheck. You know, and move out on our own. Actually, that's probably one of the other important things that, you know, I did as a, as an adult and growing up as I moved out of my, my parents' house, right. And started living with my wife and 
everything that's come from that. But that all happened in that past decade. Yeah. So. Uh, I'll never forget the guy who actually, you know, I had, I had interviewed a handful of guys. I had had um, a graphic designer uh, try for a few weeks in the position you ultimately ended up taking. But uh, the guy who recommended you, you know, I don't know if I was just venting to him or what, but he goes, you know, oh, I know a guy who does that. <laughs> I said, I said, I said does what? And he's like, you know, that, that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff. <laughs> wait, My brother-in-law, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, make his brother-in-law, he's like, yeah, yeah, my brother-in-law does that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, are, are we on the same page here? And yeah, he sent over the how resume many, and yeah, it, uh, it was like magic. For how him. many times... No, but seriously, when you're hiring for positions like ours and stuff like that, how many times do you get that? Oh, yeah, yeah, my my friend knows how to take pictures. Yeah, yeah, he could probably do that. Or, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, so-and-so can make a website. I, I've seen him doing it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's that's, like, that's, well, that's so, so well, dangerous so often. <laughs> well, not, not quite, not quite. <laughs> yeah. So close. Now, what about you? You know, yeah, that was uh, one of the items on here. You know, it was uh, met the lady who had become my wife. You know, we got engaged, got married, and uh, took the trip of a lifetime for our honeymoon. Um, and it's amazing to think about the circumstances. Like, so I quit my job to launch Distinct uh, five months before our wedding, and everything had yes. been planned for a year. And yes. It was it was challenging and it was I guess it was unplanned so it was just you have to make these things happen and one of the it wasn't the first batch of displays that went out but one of the one of the initial um, deliveries of displays uh, from what would become a very big client you know that was I think set to be delivered two days before our, our uh, wedding. And it was just a lot of things happened that year. And then the, uh, the honeymoon, you know, we, we went to Europe, we were there three weeks, but um, any time, any downtime, like, you know, when we were taking train trips and she was sleeping, I was sketching ideas. And I just find so often that when I'm away from the office, away from work, that's where I really get, work done, you know, get these ideas that, um, take things forward. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's my, so much in such my, a short period of time. My wife will be the first one to tell you that I never stop working. And what she means is like, I never stop working in my head. Right. Because most of the time I'm, I may not be physically working, but you know, my, my gears are grinding. I'm, I'm working through some stuff. I'm, looking for solutions, looking for, you know, what to do, um, next and how to, how to approach it. Yep. And it's, um, it's a blessing and a curse, you know, because I, I feel like sometimes I don't get to relax because when I relax, that's when my mind starts going. Same there is here. no, there's no relaxing. My relaxing is the fact that I start to wind down and immediately I start to fix problems in my head. Same here. All uh, sorts, all sorts of random a, things. Exact you know? same way. Actually, uh, uh very respected owner of a software company would always tell me on Sundays you got to take a nap 
And I've been trying for years to take a nap on a Sunday and I just cannot do it. Anytime I get to that point where I'm, you know, close to, you know, settling down, taking one, something else pops up. I get on the computer or I start sketching or I start working on something. I just cannot, cannot do it. Um, I don't know why, but I guess it's a good problem to have. Definitely. No, I I fix a lot of problems outside of work. (laughs) (laughs) So... So, uh, one of the ahead. yeah, I touched on it already, but you know, I did, I did launch distinct, uh, quit my job, you know, yeah, in one way, achieved a lot with distinct. Um, it was as far as hardware sales go, more than I could have dreamed, but still, I feel I ultimately failed um, because I did shut it down. Um, but you know what? It was a great learning experience and i'm wiser going forward you know after after everything from it so so it's absolutely uh, i mean when you when you when you embarked in that journey you had you had no idea you know how much you were going to learn how much you know new and exciting things were going to be you know and that's that's so awesome you know that's exciting yeah i mean think think about like just just what i learned in php alone you know uh late night, you know, sending you messages, hey, you know, can you look at this? What's wrong with this? What's and uh it forced me to learn more and more, you know, find solutions and figure out, you know, better ways. And that eventually led us to Laravel. Um yeah. and then like photos, you know, doing photo shoots. I had no idea what I was doing in a studio, but FaceTiming with you, okay, you know, make this adjustment, you know, send me the photo. It's amazing what technology enabled us to do and and uh, a lot of fun, you know, looking back. Yeah, no, for sure. I agree. I mean, I think that, you know, here's the thing. And, and, and I kind of started seeing this originally in the in the music industry. Um, the, the, the Obviously, the, there's music studios, right? And these are dedicated spaces where you pay three, four hundred dollars an hour to go to this room right in these rooms and these amazing how to use this amazing equipment and since the digital age basically those things have not not died but you know not what it used to be you no longer need to own a multi-million dollar recording studio to record an album yep, yep. And as a matter of fact most albums today are not like that you know and that's that's sort of where distinct comes in you know 20 years ago that wouldn't have been a possibility. You know, the tools weren't there for you to be able to do something like that. And you were able to do it and, you know, ship a product out basically out of your backyard, you know, and that's, that's incredible. I find that, you know, super, super awesome that you did that. It's funny you mentioned that I fired up one of the 3d printers for the first time in months today. And, uh, I've said it many times, but the company distinct, the products could not exist without 3d printing. I mean, that was such a key component to being able to do, um, you know, quality, t- low I, volume parts. I texted you. I texted you yep, that day. Yep. I fired up mine too and, and printed some stuff. And it's just such a cool thing. Like it's, it just still amazes me just to fire up the 3D printer. Like, oh yeah, I need that. I'll just make it. Boom. Yep. Done. Like, oh, that's amazing. You know? Yep. It's additive technology is really, really cool. It really is. I mean, it still fascinates me like the first time that you even talked to me about a 3d printer. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't own a 3d printer if you hadn't told me about it, you know? And, but yeah, Yeah. no, 3d printers are awesome. I have, we should, we should probably dedicate a, 
an episode to 3D printing and the struggles of 3D printing and how difficult it actually is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It is not for everybody. I'll tell you that it's still to this day, still not it for everybody. But man, once you get it dialed in and your your platform is perfectly level and the print just goes smoothly, tell me about that. Yeah. How awesome is that? Yeah, talk about another learning curve, and it, it's a very steep one. Someone someone once oh, yeah. said that half of the three D printers are sold within weeks uh, because people just give up on the learning curve. Oh yeah, no, it's it's rough. Oh, learning curves. I I mean, I had you to to you know ask questions and bounce things off of and everything, and it was still just weeks of failed prints and just trying to get just the simplest stuff, getting the platform level so that your print starts correctly. I mean, that's it seems like so basic, but it's it's actually kind of hard sometimes. It just you know then you get into the temperatures of the you know ABS warping and oh man, that's whew, whole ep- whole episode to that we should dedicate. But yep. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'll hit you on another personal note of mine. Do it. And uh, so I had not been to the dentist. I know this is super personal, but I had not been to the dentist since I was like 15. And in this decade, I actually went to the dentist actually recently within the past two years. And uh, of course, it was a toothache that drove me to do that. But my wife had been nagging at me to go to the dentist and get, you know, a cleaning and checked out and all that stuff. And now I go regularly, you know, every three months I had my wisdom teeth pulled out and I lost one of my molders because it got imp- impacted. But that was a huge step for me. I know it may seem now talking back at it, like it wasn't a big deal, but I'm genuinely a- afraid of the dentist. You know, like I, my heart, you know, starts racing when I get there and, you know, my, my hands get clammy and it's not, it's not a good place for me. And uh, I'm happy on a personal level that I've been able to not overcome my fear because I definitely have not. I'm still petrified that I'm going to show up and they're going to say, well, you have cavity in every tooth, you know, (laughs) something scary like that. But I've been able to get to the point where I feel like, okay, well, if I keep going regularly, you know, it gets easier, a little easier every time I go. And, you know, it's been good. It feels good. You know, when I leave there, I feel proud of myself. Like, you know, I I face my fear kind of thing. I know it sounds silly, but I'm telling you, man, it's a dentist is a petrifying no, place for no, I can understand that. I'm, I'm proud of you for that. Um, the So even in my teens, I absolutely hated going. And, you know, I changed dentists constantly. And, you know, uh, there, I'd go years between seeing one. But um, I met one. Actually, I should add it to this list. I met him, you know, right about the time. <laughs> right about the time. He's that important. <laughs> you know what? He is, it's like, almost like going to see family. Um, I trust that I'm in great hands with him. We have a great relationship. Um, just, you know, that whole, there's, go there. He does his thing. I trust everything he says. Um, and, you know, it's a good, good relationship. And, um, you know, fire alarm went off once uh, for the building and he said, don't panic. Let's finish this up. You know, he was working on a tooth and um, we sat there for 30 minutes. You know, the building could have been burning around down, uh, you know, down around us, but he stayed calm and finished the job. Um, it ended up just being a drill, but, you know, it, it I wish I could find a doctor who I have the same type of relationship, someone who's as professional, 
who's I feel as good of a person because um, it's just amazing. And you know, now that we moved uh, in the beginning of last year, it's about uh, thirty minutes away or so. So it's not anywhere on my way, but I still I told him straight up. I said, "Hey, we're moving." I'm keeping you. I'm not giving you up. When he, when he started mentioning, oh, there's other dead, I said, no, 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 no. Uh, this, no, 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 no. You got, not no, you got nothing to worry no, no. about. And he came, <laughs> gave me kind of a funny look, but I think he understood. So, so uh, yeah, I'm proud of you for that. Um, you know, it's important to take care of yourself. And, and um, yeah, one very item, important. One item I didn't have on the list, but towards the tail end, uh, actually in 2018, you know, really just wanting to, eat healthier, lead a healthier lifestyle, but also lead one where I'm performing better mentally, physically. Um, I changed, changed the way I eat and focused more on a plant-based diet and didn't do any of it to lose weight, but lost quite a bit of weight, um, as a side effect, uh, something I didn't see coming, but, but, you know, it happened. Um, yeah, you asked me for a small the other day. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah. From, <laughs> from a large to a small in shirt sizes. But, um, you know, the biggest thing has been is that for me kickstarted just where else in my life can I improve? And between Christmas and just two days ago, uh, I had finished one book I was reading and then read and finished two new books. So that's three books. And I'm about halfway through the new book I started um, just two days ago. And... I just love absorbing this information and, you know, uh, I feel I'm healthier and better performing, uh, physically. And I feel like I'm taking steps every day to be healthier and better performing mentally. Um, and it's just amazing where that extra energy goes and you could apply it to new ideas and so forth. And my only obstacle now I feel is just time, you know, making time to do everything I want to. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's a tough one. I mean, the, I know the plant-based diets, I've heard fantastic things about it. You know, I grew up in a household where, you know, we ate a lot of meat, you know, so it's a, that would definitely be a huge change it for is, us to is. do something like that. But I know Andrea has been kind of pushing it for it a little bit and, you know, sort of kind of like, well, maybe we should, you know, we should really explore healthier stuff, you know, get off the cow milk and, Oh man, but it's tough. It is. It's tough for it sure. Is. There's no question about that. All right, hit us with something else, Yanni. What else you got? What else happened to you? Rambled on in a podcast. Oh, that's a good one. Started our first podcast. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't think about that one. That is a good one. If you're still with us in this episode, I you know I do appreciate that you guys are still with us. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't turned it off yet, if you made it this far, I know of at least one person who's listened to all of our episodes. Thank you, Phil. I know, I know. Thank you, Phil. 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 Yep. He gets a he gets a shout out for for being the number one fan. We got to get him a t shirt. Definitely reach out to us if you've listened. Yeah, if you if you've listened to all the episodes, we want to know. We want to we want to hear from you. You are our person right so you know we want to hear from you we want to hear what you liked what you didn't like what you want to hear you know maybe you're more into the personal stuff maybe you're more into the programming stuff i don't know we want to hear from you if you heard them all tell us about it yeah watch we're gonna get like zero zero replies from this <laughs> or we're gonna get 
marketing directors of Fortune 500 companies like, hey, can you guys talk about more marketing? No, I'm totally kidding. But um, I, I would appreciate that. I would say, you know, what? I commend you for, for, you know, for, you know, for being upfront about it. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, speaking of marketing and speaking of things that happened this uh, past 10 years, your your current career, you know, um, how one, how you've taken a company and transformed it how much they respect your efforts and everything you've done, um, how you've grown within the company, how just how you've grown as a person in that role. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, I don't know if honored is the right word, but man, I'm proud of you for the, everything, you know, everything related to that role, that career. Um, you know, hey, you've, man, you've, I, I appreciate it taking things to a whole new level and and uh when i'm at events with your company and i see you know what um the feedback they have on you it's just like yes there goes victor you know i knew he could do it (laughs) so uh yeah yeah now i tell you in the past three years yeah it's been a huge i've grown so much in the past three years in ways that i you know like like everybody says in ways that you just didn't expect to to grow and uh it's it's because of the people around me. I mean, I, I cannot I cannot say that enough or loudly enough. I mean, it's who you surround yourself with shapes who you are, you know, and it could be a positive or it could be a negative, you know, and who who was it? Somebody you sent me some somebody was tweeting out that, you know, if you are kind of like in a toxic job, just leave. You know, just walk away. Um is it Justin Jackson? Yeah, was, it just, was, was? was it Justin Jackson? I've sent you a few of those lately. And uh Yeah. Yeah. He just went on like a three tweet three tweet um I think you so. know, a little bit of rant. Just just saying, you know what? Just just find something better. You know, do not stay in that toxic environment for whatever you can. You yeah, know, he, he was talking about um talking about that it's not just margin for profit, that it's margin um dang, how did he say it? We'll have to put that in the show notes. Yes, yes. But it was very, yeah. Yeah, I I connected with that because I said, you know, I've been in that situation, you know, and I I could definitely appreciate somebody sort of speaking out on on something like that. And speaking from my experience, you know, the past three years would have looked totally different had, you know, any of the things that have come into play been different, right? And um if if some of the support wasn't there or if some of the, uh, you know, the encouragement wasn't there. And, you know, as an employee of this organization, I'm so proud to be an employee of this organization. And that's, that's worth a lot of everything, you know, you know, not just money that's worth, you know, a lot. So yep, yep. I'm very, 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 very happy that I made the decision. It is one of my biggest things that I did in the decade. I've got it written here. So, you know, taking on that job was, a uh, was a huge change for my family. You know, we moved um, to a different state, you know, where we don't have anybody. It's just the four of us. And so my wife, it was the first time that my wife, you know, moved out of the state. You know, I was born in a different country. So for me, the attachment to a particular city or state is not as deep as it is for her because I've moved, you know, I've yep. moved different countries. I've moved to different different cities. And so I've done this before, but for her, she was born and raised in one place, had lived there all her life, all her childhood. And so 
even just to move up to to West Palm Beach when we were working there, um, that was a big change for her, you know, and she and she had a lot of trouble with it. And so we got to move back and that was great. And then I said, you know what, now we're going totally different. We're going to a totally different place, three states away, it's, you know, 12 hours away. It's different people, different, different everything. And um, I mean, I, I got to commend her. She has done fantastic. You know, she's we're homeschooling the boys and she loves doing that. And she's amazing at it. And, um, you know, and it's it's been a learning process for all of us, not just for me, for my entire family. It's been it's been a great learning experience and challenging. No, you're not going to lie. It hasn't been easy, but, you know, we're we've been able to work through everything with success, you know, at the end through the struggle. But, you know, there was there's always been light on the end. And that's what has kept the drive going, you know, yep, in yeah. the in all of this. So looking forward to some more of that, you know, just really want to take it a thousand times over that. You know what I mean? And just continue to grow. And, you know, my last thing that I have on my list, actually, on a related note is, you know, starting the YouTube channel and. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Coders online tape. courses. I mean. Yeah. So Coder's Tape was a, was a brainchild that, I mean, it wasn't, Yanni and I had many conversations about how I was going to do it and what I was going to do and how, you know, and I think at some, at some point I just said, you know what, I'm just going to hit record. Yep. Yep. And so that was it. You know, that was, there was one day that I just said, today I'm going to record and I'm going to figure it out and we'll go from there. And, um, it's, you know, it's been awesome. I got to tell you, it's been really, really awesome. And it's just getting started. I mean, there's so much more that can happen. And just the the ability to hear from, you know, from the subscribers and just how awesome and how much they oh, love the got, content. You've got stuff. a That's, loyal fan base. And, you know, guys, I saw, saw a tweet today about uh, someone replying to another uh, tutorial out there going, oh, but coder's tape provides, you know, a test-driven development yes. examples. <laughs> yes, yes. Somebody, somebody was sticking out their neck, their neck for me yeah, um, yeah. on a totally unrelated tweet. You know, that had nothing to do with me, and it was just somebody saying, "Hey, you should teach TDD to somebody else who I guess had done some some tutorials." And they're like, "Yeah, so and so does TDD in every course they have. You should go buy the course." And I'm like, "Oh, well, that's I appreciate that. <laughs> that's awesome." All right, man. What about you? Give us give us some more of your your decade. Well, what you were finishing off the move with the family and everything. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, and I didn't have this in my notes, but I did post it on Facebook. Um, and anyone, just if you want to connect with me, I'm you know pretty pretty open guy. So I'm on Facebook too. You could reach out. Uh, but I had posted on there that it was New Year's Day. Uh, Donna and I were having our first morning coffee of the new year, and we started talking about all that's happened, kind of like we've you and I have done in this episode. And we realized there were a whole ton of, we never thought that would have been possible. You know, go back, um, you know, to so many events that happened to the two of us. And before that, if you would have told us, you know, Hey, this is what's going to happen in your life. It's gone. It's not possible. But it just it's motivation for the future on everything that, you know, you can do. You never know what tomorrow brings. 
um, everything can change in the blink of the eye and hopefully for the better. Absolutely. Well said. So my last item, and this is, I told you this within the first few minutes of us ever speaking. So it's made a million mistakes and a few good decisions. So what I said back then to you was today alone, I've made a million mistakes, uh, but I've learned from them. Um, but I've made a, you know, made a million mistakes in the past, past 10 years and somehow a few good decisions in there. Um, and I think the key to that is remembering that every second is a chance to turn things around. Um, and with that, I've spent, you know, the last few years really trying to become the best version of myself. And I know you've done the same with that too, that you're always trying to learn, always trying to push, you know, what you're capable of. And, and, um, you know, I think, uh, think that's so important, you know, on all fronts, friends, family, knowledge, um, everything. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, any, any bad situation that you're in, you're always one move from making it better or making a difference or just making a better decision. And I think that that's important for us to remember. Um, you know, you're always just one move. You know what the move is whether you want to take the move or not to make something better or take the extra time to make the job, you know, better, to finish it off better, to, you know, sand the underside of the drawers, whatever yeah. you want to call it. But it's it's a decision at that point. You decide, I'm going to do better. I'm, I'm going to, and it could be as silly as I will, you know, comment my code or I will, you know, make sure that my indentations are dead on or I'm going to double check the spelling of this or I'm going to consistently use single quotes versus, you know, double quotes. We're not going to get into that argument, but that's it. You know, it's the decision that you make to make a move for the better. Yep. And if you do, if you do enough of those, they add up like dividends. Oh, yeah. They just add up and they multiply and time over time over time, you choose to do the right thing. You choose to do better. You choose to do it, you know, faster or more efficient or dedicate more time or research it a little bit harder just to make sure that that's the right solution for the project. And it makes a huge difference. I'm a huge proponent of of that. Yep. The small decisions, you know, the small steps, every small step, just make it a better small step. And then the whole thing just exponentially gets better. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that goes along with what the, the subjects Justin Jackson focuses on often. And for those of you who don't know who Justin Jackson is, he's uh, the co-founder of Transistor.fm, which is the platform we use. He's an outstanding motivational speaker. He spoke at this past year's Laracon. And, um, very outspoken. He, he, he's got some guts, man. He, he, he yeah. talks about his, he, uh, he talks about stuff that not a lot of people will be willing to talk about oh. their personal life. Yeah, here. His, so I, his lyric hands, talk, hats off to that. I, yeah. I made Donna sit down and watch it and yeah, she, it's that good. Yeah. It's that good. You got to watch it. Yeah. He's, um, uh, he's on Twitter. M I Justin, like the letter M I Justin. Instead of I am Justin, yeah, you get it. Anyways, um, great guy to follow. <laughs> uh, really motivational, and uh, yeah, we'll share that in the show notes as well. Absolutely, yeah. This may be my favorite episode, and I, and I may say this over the, over the next you know ten years with the podcast that we do, but 
I've enjoyed this one. This has been a, a good walk down memory lane. That's... I, I'm, I'm feeling it. I think this is my favorite one. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and just say it. Well, this is my favorite episode. Good. good. So far. I like hearing that. Well, <laughs> so we've got 10 more years to uh, try to outperform this one, and I don't think that's going to be a problem. So I uh, can't nope. wait to look back uh-huh. on it and see what we're doing then. Absolutely. Man. All right. Well, and on other news for the podcast, you know, we took a little break over winter, but we're back at it. We'll start bringing uh, more regular, more regular stuff. Right, Yanni? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Good. Good. I like to hear that. So, so that's it. Find us on Twitter. Find us on anything we have, you know, go to Coder's Tape, watch YouTube videos, you name it. You know, you know what to find us, right? You do. On that high. We'll call it a day. Call it a night. Yep. All right. Happy New Year, Victor. And happy New Year to you too, buddy. Stay tuned for episode 12. See you later. Take it easy.